PKN413. No Woody. Woody passed away day one of his trip, unfortunately. Late to death. Oh, well, it was the AIDS that got him after the rape. Well, the rape caused the AIDS. Yeah. Well, it, it, I, patient, the chimp patient one raped him. Yep. So it wasn't that yep. embarrassing. Chimps have tiny little penises. If you're going to pick a primate to be raped by, you certainly... Well, you'd actually want to pick gorilla. Did you know that? We've Smallest talked about that. The they penis. have the littlest penises. But yeah. I dare you to say that to their face. Wouldn't. You're not going to. Zero Wouldn't. chance. And What's uh, sign language for you have, a, you have a small cock? Probably like pinky sign. Yeah. I what imagine. Up? Yeah. He just tears your arm off. I never see anybody doing sign language in public. I am almost positive that the only place I've seen sign language in the past 10 years are like during like a presidential debate or like some some announcement and there will be someone fucking frantic like living their, their 15 minutes in the limelight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, like closed captions are way better than watching that lady flail, I would imagine. Yeah, what I love is, is how many frauds there are that get that job you know the, the sign language <laughs> asl interpreter no it, it happens time and time again you'd think like oh that one guy did it you know but never again they'll always check from now on but no because it's such a hard thing it's like look if we knew sign language we wouldn't be calling hiring people for sign language you know like, like, like we had a guy here yeah. who, could, who could who could check her out we just have him go out and do it we have no way of checking this i want to know you know how uh I think it's called like economy of words. Like so languages have have different economies of words. So like English, for example, is more efficient than Japanese. Like it takes less characters, less speaking time to explain an idea with English than Japanese. I imagine or that's what this fucking shit online said. And I imagine that like sign language has got to be so far down that that road. Like and if they like because it would take forever to say stuff. Faster. Otherwise, they'd have to be like. Just like getting no, the faster. gist of it, you think so? So because what what they're at, most of the time what they're doing is they're combining the signing with um, lip reading, so they're it's actually faster in the long run because they're doing both at the same time and they, and they're able to paint a picture really quickly because it's a lot easier when you're doing both at the same time. I don't know why I keep doing this gibberish. I guess it's the <laughs> equivalent of your racist Chinese accent for, for ASL people. <laughs> You would have an ASL accent with those fucky fingers. <laughs> They'd be like, I don't understand this guy's <laughs> sucking guy fucking Korean or what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could probably make a lot of the Korean. It was like starting start like gang signs. Dude, oh, I watched this thing yeah. the other night. Let me let me tell you about this guy. What you get? Every time they told me more about this guy, I was like, wait a minute. It, is this guy like a goddamn superhero? Like, like, like all right. So the guy climbs mountains. He's one of those guys who climbs mountains solo. Yeah, and apparently what he did was way more impressive than what's that what that Alex Hanol guy did. Uh, he climbed some much more difficult face uh, of El Cap and like a lot of other mountain climbing achievements. I'm not going to go through them on his Wikipedia, but just know he is a badass among badasses. When yeah. he was 16, he went to this um, rock climbing like world championship thing. And they had an amateur division where anyone could enter. And they didn't know it, but the winner of the amateur division got a spot at the World Cup. And so mm -hmm. this at 16, he knocks out of the park. He wins the amateur division. And they're like, hey, you get to climb the big wall for the World Cup. He's the only one who finished the big wall at 16. So he, so he immediately becomes this world That's champion. embarrassing for the other competitors. So then he just goes around the whole world just like shitting on every mountain that existed, apparently. Like all the really difficult stuff, even though he's so young. Is he like a spindly and, guy? 
Like yeah, he's a smaller guy. Body. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can pull up a picture of him. His name is Tommy Cal- uh, Caldwell. Um, so then I guess he was climbing mountains in um, either Kyrgyzstan or Uzbekistan. I think both. He was in that region. If you if you if you know your geography, sure. And in him is and him his girlfriend and their friend are all climbing together. His girlfriend is like a bad bitch. She's like a super climbing girl herself. Yeah, here he is. So they get taken hostage, okay? They get taken hostage by, like, Kyrgyzstani militants, terrorists. They're up on a mountain in in their little hammocks, like, chilling, and they start shooting the rocks and tell them to come down. And they, like, take them hostage. And now they're leading them through the mountains. And they know that there's, like, good guys out there who are looking for them, like, like whatever the good side of this revolt is. But during the day, (laughs) they're making them hide under rocks and in in caverns and stuff. Like Probably loves it. They hate it. They're oh. being there. They haven't eaten for days. Like they, oh, okay. And they start realizing our captors don't know where they're fucking going. We're just making circles out here, evading capture. Like they have nowhere to take us. Yeah. There's no hierarchy. So they're captured and by the rebels. They're not even they've been captured yeah. by idiots okay. with fucking AK-47s. And they're getting weak and hungry and they don't know what's going to happen. And there comes a time where one of them leaves. He's, he like go. He just leaves the group. Now there's only two holding them. And he's thinking like, man, in the dark, I could push one of these guys off the cliff, take his gun and kill the other. But they're too afraid to do it. So then the next day comes and another one of the guys leaves. He he, he leaves as well. And now there's just one guard. Yeah. And so finally he, he, he looks, he, he asks his girl. The dumbest like, one. The only one who hasn't cut and run from this failed mission. <laughs> yeah, it's three on one now. <laughs> so he, he like asks his girlfriend, he wants some moral support here. Should I kill him? If I, I think I need to kill him so that we can all live, baby. What should I do? And they're interviewing her, and she's like, and you know, I was afraid to make a decision at fucking all, so I just went, eh. <laughs> and he's like, and I just took her non-decision as do what you got to do, so I threw him off the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> he threw this fucking terrorist off the mountain to his fucking doom. And then they walked out of there to safety, and it it really gave him a ton of PTSD. Threw him off and the mountain. Threw like, him off a fucking mountain. So this guy, a- his his comrades leave him solo guard, and he's like easiest level on Skyrim, face away on the edge, masturbating. Like, and then he just got- gets. Kicked, our, like our hero just crouched and walked up to him because he it, it, he didn't have enough perception to and just whoop threw him off the fucking cliff. He actually he explained in his interviews like how he did. It. He like grabbed the strap of the gun and like threw him so he like couldn't catch himself. Like I, I don't know. This is a guy who's good at keeping his balance. Yeah. I guess he knew how to knock somebody off balance. He threw him off the fucking cliff to his death. They got out of there alive. He good goes on. And he climbs more and more mountains, but he's still got this PTSD. And then he cuts off. <laughs> His fucking index finger with a saw, like doing some home improvement bullshit, and oh, and they tell him and like and on his with, patio, not even not yes, even, oh that's not sad. even like in danger they, zone, like like he, he's offering a table saw and he's like reaching for like a crumb of wood by the blade and it sucks him and cuts his finger off, gone. And there, I guess there was a doctor that that did climbing stuff mm. at the at the uh at the, at the hospital and he was like, well, might as well retire. You're done. Because, see, what you need to do, apparently, in climbing is you take your thumb and you put it on top of your index finger and you leverage that a mm. lot and, and climbs uh, with, with some of these tiny ledges they're using. And without it, like, you just can't do it. Look what he's done, Taylor. Not only did he continue to climb, he got better. 
because he made his middle finger a meaty fucking hog of a finger through so exercise. So now he's just grabbing onto the middle. Look at this middle down. finger, dude. Yeah, it's, it's fucking, look at his it's, pinky. That's the muscliest pinky I've ever seen. Oh my God, his pinky is the must. Like his other fingers are are, are, are pitching in big time to, to make up for that missed uh, finger. So no, I watched this guy's story and was blown away. I was like, this guy's like a fucking superhero. He's just, just the best at what he does. In blood. Like your hands have got to be, like this guy's going to have arthritis. Like what's harder on your hands than like leveraging your entire body weight into like singular fingers? That's Maybe wild. boxing? I don't know. No, that's bad that, though. I feel like I feel like that's our defense as humans. Like we're kind of made, especially men, to rotate and throw our hands. We're definitely so. not meant to be fucking spinning on you know K two or whatever by your finger. <laughs> that's fair. That's <laughs> I don't fair. think so. But that's this fair. guy's awesome. I did. I I didn't know anything about this guy. I mean, I do. He's got to be a little bummed out that he's a prophet. He's based on his Wikipedia page, arguably the best all around rock climber on the planet, and. Mm his like claim to fame of like the most risque insane thing he ever did has nothing to do with climbing nothing hey, it has to do with a mountain. that's pretty close that's the close the fact that it happened near a mountain it, it's ancillary to it it's like this is i hope i would he, spin you know, the story like like he, he took the route of being like oh this really the ptsd i don't know how to cope i'd have taken the other route like like hey Somebody interrupts my climbing, bro. I don't put up with that. <laughs> he had to go. So, yeah, I threw him <laughs> off the mountain. We went back to climbing. That that would have been a great story. He should have framed it like that. Well, But no, I, he was pretty weepy and, and sad about it. I'm sure. It sounds uh, horrible <laughs> to be, to be yeah. healthy. Do you think that, like, they were being screamed at in Uzbekistan? <laughs> or Little shit on last year. It's like, <laughs> I don't know what you want. <laughs> you Russian Asians? I don't know. Like, <laughs> they are. <laughs> That's where you get it. It's like a spectrum. It's like you. They've got like, those oh, mustaches that are just the, the, that come out in a patch and are long yeah. and there's nothing else. Those yeah. Mongolian mustaches. <laughs> Mongolia. That would be you a cool see, place uh, to go. You ever see Mulan, the cartoon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Remember how incredibly like racist the Mongolians were animated to be? No. Zach, show me what the Mongolians from Mulan look like. I remember just, it just kind they of... Made he, it, they gave him fangs. He looks kind of Genghis Khan-ish, right? Like, that's the way they drew him? I remember or, them being huge animal-like men with fangs and, like, like, like really scary eyes. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well, they had to show that they're the bad guys. That's a Mongolian? Dude, look at that guy's arm. Yeah, he's jacked. That's why they're so scared Give of him. Up. Look at that. He got his a fucking hand-me-down sword strapped to his back. He's got two fingers around that thing. Yeah, that it is. Dude's got a falcon. I think it just makes him look intense because they needed a point of comparison. They needed the evil, despicable Mongols with their scary eyes because then Mulan's friends have those like happy, chubby eyes. And it's like, oh, that's a happy, that's a good guy. Yeah, the dragon. Was that, is that Eddie Murphy playing the dragon? I think maybe. Or was yeah. it Chris? No, it was. It was Eddie Murphy. Okay. No, it's, it's a pretty good movie. I like the, I, I think, um, I think maybe a lot of trans people identify with that movie, maybe. Why? Well, you know, it's because it's this, I'll make a man out of you. Oh, so, yeah. You know, da, 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 da. You got a girl, like, being a guy the whole time and, like, like the romance between her in disguise and the, like, the Chad, like the yeah. Chad Chinese guy. And she's, <laughs> like, really fucking with that guy's head. He thinks he's gay. Mm. He doesn't know what the deal is. Dude, 
That would have been so much better if like he had gone to kiss her and like bit, like reached for a dick and was like super disappointed when there wasn't one. Like, <laughs> like I had no problem with you fighting in the war, but this is duplicitous. Major, get her out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's we of course crazy. allow gays in our military, but not women. Get the fuck no, out. Certainly not. Certainly not liars. <laughs> we don't allow liars in our military. Yeah, China's I remember pretty wild with that with that whole um that credit system they've got the social uh, credit system. Yeah, yeah. Some of it's good though. Like uh, like, like I wouldn't want to live under it. Don't get me wrong. But all right, like picking up litter is a good thing. We have, nobody likes litter. That's I guess litterers one. do. Like like it's it's weird. Like like I wouldn't want anyone imposing any social credit rules on me, but I would mm -hmm. love to have everyone else have them imposed on them. Like like don't spit mm -hmm. your gum out. Like, like, don't return your, your return your cart. Return your cart. I do yeah. not return my cart all the time. So if some look, look, not all the time. So if you see me out there and and you're like, aha, Kyle talked about returning his cart, and then you like record me leaving my cart with like the wheel popped up on one of those little little curbs and driving away. It, I, I admit it, I do it sometimes. <laughs> like sometimes I'm in a hurry and it's real far out, and I park. Oh like yeah, away. huge hurry. Can't, I gotta can't. get my steps in. <laughs> God damn it, I parked so far away. Get your steps in. That would help. <laughs> Achieve more. Well, I'm, not, well, I'm not doing his job for him. It's like it's like when Good Frank on uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Did I just do your job for you? I just do your job for you? <laughs> That's kind of how I feel when I'm putting that cart back in there. Isn't that his job to corral those carts? Yes, but I, I guarantee they appreciate the the thought of people well, making their I job I would appreciate easier. if somebody showed up here and told bullshit <laughs> stories for an hour tonight, but... All the same, here I am, and I'm not surprised that no one jumped in for me. <laughs> We're going to outsource <laughs> Kyle. We're going to find an Indian guy who, who agrees to be named Kyle, <laughs> and he just sits in a room that looks you just know, like I that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Funny observation. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, tell us about that time you were doing that video on your FPS Russia show. Oh, that oh. was quite a tale. I was making a gun video, and it I went poorly when the door almost tore my legs off. Wow, Kyle, that's a great story. What were you thinking in that moment? I was thinking just how very scared I was. <laughs> it's like, all right, PKA episode. Thanks for coming, Kyle. <laughs> that's good. We'll slowly shift everyone out. I've been trying to outsource some of my household projects on Angie's list. You ever use it? Uh -uh, I've never used that. Service. I think it's for like, I say I think. I've got the app. I'm trying to use it. But I th it's to like find solutions to all sorts of household little projects and get contractors. And uh, I think there's another one that's that's more like less companies and more individuals. I'm gonna get that one later. I can't remember what it's called, but um, I don't found do Home Advisor. No, I home won't. Home Advisor sucks. I had this whole issue with my trash pickup. I've been here three weeks and the trash hasn't been picked up yet. That's a huge. It's fucking summer. Your garage is probably full of bugs. I only had three bags stored in the garage, thankfully, because I filled my dumpster up and then just was frugal otherwise i guess because i knew i didn't have anywhere to put it and like it turned out that there's some kind of a three-way feud it's the garbage business right I, like, like i suspect there might be a mafioso at the heart this, of why my garbage i'm serious like, like there might lie. be some organized <laughs> crime involved with why my, my trash didn't get picked up because like when we finally like got to the bottom of it after like yelling on the phone because we keep getting oh yeah I'll be there tomorrow I'll be there tomorrow I'll be there tomorrow it's been three weeks and we got I got all those cardboard boxes from moving right, like yeah. all that shit folded up, up like a mountain. Quick. They there's some kind of a feud between the actual garbage men 
and the company that pays them and the third party company that I pay to pay them, you know, with the, with the whole like utilities being bundled and everything. It's so annoying. it's been non fucking sense. I, so there's a Tony Soprano somewhere who was holding out for another fucking 10 cents per pound of garbage or something. That sucks. Hopefully they, because uh, every time I've no, missed, I paid a junk man today, $150 to come and, really? uh, and, and pick up my garbage. Yeah. On Angie's list. It was great. Last year on vacation when my wife and I left town, uh, someone was watching our house for us and we told them like, Hey, Friday trash out day. <clears throat> And they forgot to do it. And so when I got home, like the garage, like it wasn't like overfilled or anything. It was just closed normally. And it was like, you know, nine days of trash, 10 days of trash, whatever. And I went to open it and there were thousands of maggots that had just been like living their entire life cycles over and over and over in there like dying as flies and then eating more food and they were (laughs) all over all over the the roof of it. Oh, flies had hatched? Flies had hatched. When I opened it, a couple flies came out, and then it was a more maggots than I've ever seen in person, a huge amount. And so I like looked up online and was like, how do you just kind of clean out maggots quick and easy? And they're like, just wheel your garbage can outside and liberally pour bleach into it and then close it. And I was like, okay, well, I could have I could have guessed this. Like, yeah, I, I was looking for more of like a, a like a non-smelly, uh, like a like a white vinegar trick. That well, kind I mean, of thing. They wouldn't like that either. I guarantee <laughs> they probably it. Wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, they hate that. But they absolutely Just a malt vinegar. Make it they smell despi- tasty. I, I eat malt vinegar. I like Dude, that. Growing up, I waste it. Growing up on a farm, I saw so many giant things of maggots, like for any number of ungodly reasons. Like mm-hmm. if a cow had been dead and we hadn't found it yet, it di- sometimes they die in like the back pasture, and you'd find it three days later when the buzzards were circling, and it would just be this. Ugh entire like cavity opened up from coyotes or, or even worse bloated and like ready to pop like that whale on that beach that time but just oh, huge yeah. piles of, like squirming maggots you can almost hear them it's so fucking nasty the worst though is like any kind of like animal food like dog food chicken feed any of that stuff if it gets wet and it stays on the ground for more than two days it becomes this flies like lay their eggs and it. it becomes this just squirming mess of rotten cornmeal and maggots there's a there's a this is probably a couple months ago now there was this youtube channel i watched some videos from i don't remember what it's called but it's literally nothing but this guy takes like a plain white plate with like a beautiful white background and then he puts random stuff on it and he'll be like this is what happens if you leave a side of ribs on a plate for 200 days And it's just a time lapse recording with like the number of days. And so like you see it all like dry up and shrivel. Then you see like flies land and you see where the maggots are born. And then like you see like the meat will start to like boil because like because it's time lapsed and like like you can like see all the maggots and everything going under it. Yeah, it's it's really just crazy. And then like they, they did one like he did that old McDonald's thing where he's like, hey, here's a burger that I made at home with ingredients. And then here's a McDonald's burger next to it. And like. By day two, the flies are just fucking loving, you know, the real burger, and the McDonald's burger is like, like, like frozen in time. Like they, they just, they're just not interested in it nearly as much. Yeah, I don't know what they, it's those preservatives. Yeah, I'm sure. Even the even the bugs know, but that's a cool YouTube channel. He does it with like fruit. Just imagine a thing, and he lets bugs eat it over time lapse, or sometimes he just lets it age for a long time, which is, you know, I think it's neat. 
I like stupid yeah. YouTube stuff like that. Sometimes I, when <laughs> you, you like donate your body to science, it ends up in a project like that where where the, the, the whole test is like, hey, let's see what happens if you leave a body in the trunk of a car in Louisiana for six months. And so they just take some poor son of a bitch that thought they were going to cure cancer with his bone marrow and they throw him in the trunk of a Hyundai in Louisiana for six months and they watch him rot. And like every day they'll come out there, not every day, but every week, like, oh, look at this. The maggots have taken hold in Mr. Johnson's eye sockets. Look at that. His butthole fell out. Look, everyone. See how Mr. Johnson's butthole fell out? That's because of Ew, gross. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Johnson has a dirty butthole. Take a picture of him. This is how we'll remember him. <laughs> Send this to his family. It'll be the last time he has a face. This is how we'll see it. Yeah. Now, it's, they do that, though. And I remember there was yeah. a big scandal where a lot of people who are donating their, uh, this is recent, right? Where they were donating their I bodies to the science story, yeah. <laughs> or, or medical stuff. And they ended up like, some of them got, went to military testing. Apparently the military's paying like four, five, six hundred dollars a person to like, <laughs> I don't remember what they were doing, but they were shooting them with cannons or. or, or oh yeah, this guy donated his, his mother's wife or his mother's wife, his mother to science. And he thought she was going to be used for like Alzheimer's or something. Yeah. And like neural research, and it turns out she was used to gauge bodily harm from a new IED. That's awesome. <laughs> so they just propped up this old bitch, probably like a scarecrow. Oh, no. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> boom! <laughs> it's like, all right, Mrs. Thompson was utterly eviscerated. This is a success, dude. Um, there's somebody uh, in the in the uh, in the fifty dollar Discord. He works at one of those places that makes missiles and bombs for the military. When I get back in there, I'm going to ask him if they ever use any fucking yeah. old ladies to, to test them out. I wonder if he can on. get us some free ones, like some, some free bombs. Yeah. I like asked swag. him. <laughs> get some swag. Some, like some, some cluster grenades. bomb. <laughs> like a little cluster grenades, bomb for yeah. my keychain. Yeah. A self-defense cluster bomb. I'd like that. That's a... Oh, I didn't want to get past it. You were mentioning The Sopranos earlier. So I've only seen the show through once. But my wife has never seen it. And so like last week we started watching it together because she wanted to get through it. And I'm, I'm paying more attention now than I did through the first time because you know how it is watching a show with someone oh, yeah, you know, as, a, as an activity versus uh, you're just doing it by yourself. Mm. And like I really misremembered how slow the first season is compared to a lot of the shit that comes later. And I definitely forgot about some of the like, like that episode where Chrissy and Adriana want to like, she wants to get in the music business and it's the whole fucking oh, episode. Yeah. We watched that one last night. I think I'll probably remember some other ones as I go along, but I think that's inarguably the worst episode of the Sopranos. It, the entire thing is boring. There's a slight tinge of potential excitement when they go to that, uh, that guy's house, the black guy with like the purple hat who wants the money yeah. from Hesh. And that part, you're like, ah, ooh, ooh, something going to ampa? And it's like, oh, no, this guy's just kind of wants some money. And he's even more interested in Adriana than even like his little grievances, seemingly, because yeah, he's and I revolving love around her. And it's like, I don't care. I don't care about this. Get back to Tony. Like, yeah. I don't like or at least put Chrissy in a context where he's a gangster, because anytime Adriana is on screen, I'm bored. Obviously, later in the series, there's some pretty good times you know, where she's more involved in the, you know, interesting parts of the storyline. But good God, rewatching that episode last night, I was like, oh, that was, that that's one of the worst. That's bad. No, that's one of the worst for sure. I think, I think it might be the, I can't remember which season, but there's one season that's pretty slow as far as action goes. But um, no, that, that might be the worst episode. I'm trying to think of one worse. Yeah. Cause like, I liked, 
you know, they have that really good episode four in season one where they go to the colleges and everything, and that's fun. Oh, that's that's one of the best episodes. That's that's yeah. A lot a lot of people think it is the best episode. It's called College. I I like it. I, I wouldn't put it up there with that one with. Uh, yeah. The <laughs> he said he's a Czechoslovakian interior decorator. Killed seventeen people. It's like they're freezing to death out there. It's like, Jesus, give me some of your relish. <laughs> See, like fucking pissed off <laughs> each other in their car. See, that's that's my favorite episode. I hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's called Pine Barrens. Yeah, that's I, a good one. I can't remember if it was written one. or directed by Steve Buscemi. I can't remember. Or maybe David Chase had something to do with it. Can't remember which. But yeah, that's that's the best episode. What's me. the best season you think? Looking because I don't know it oh, encyclopedically know. like you do. Well, I don't know that I. Okay, I guess I do know it you well know enough to do that. Um, the Steve Buscemi season is really fucking good. I like that season a lot. Is that four um, or five with Pine Barren? I think it's four, but I'm not positive. But and I really like, but but the 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 season with uh, Ralphie. He's good. It, I like him. Ralphie's so good. Now, that's kind of how I remember the seasons. Like who who's who Tony's yeah, main, main like annoying fucking cocksucker who he's got to put up with that season is. Who is it this season? Uh yeah. It's one of those. I'm rewatching The Wire soon, I think. I'm looking for something to 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 watch and uh, I'm thinking about going back to The Wire. Oh, you need to watch this show. Remember that show Nathan for you? Vaguely? It's that guy who goes to businesses and he's like, you're trying to oh, start yeah. a coffee shop. Yep. How about, you know, his most famous one is dumb Starbucks. Yeah, Under yeah, yeah. parody law, we can mimic everything and just copy their menu and call it dumb. So <clears throat> I wish he kept Nathan for you going, but there's a new show he's doing called, um, what the fuck is his new show called? The Rehearsal. It's an HBO show and he... <laughs> He basically takes someone who has a problem in their life. And so the first episode is a guy who is in a trivia group and they go to bars and restaurants and they compete in trivia competitions. And it's this this kind guy, you know, a bit goofy, like a little, little silly the way you'd expect, you know, a trivia uh, you know, obsessed person to be. And Nathan was asking him like in his apartment, the guy's apartment, like, so what is it I can help you with? And the guy's like, well. I lied to my friends in my trivia group. They all have advanced degrees and things, and I was really embarrassed. And so while I was getting my bachelor's degree, I lied to them and told them it was my master's. And then I, when I grad, so they all think I have a master's, and I really don't. And I'm really embarrassed, and I'm worried they're not going to like me anyway. And it was like when he was saying stuff like that, I'm like, this is sad. Like, they're your friends. They're not going to like, if they're your friends, they're not going to mind. They're just going to be like, oh, you don't have to be like that. We're your friend. And so, Nathan goes in and has this conversation with him and, and asks him like what he thinks he should do. And by the end of it, Nathan's like, do you know why this has gone so well? He's like, why? He's like, because everything I've said to you today, I've rehearsed hundreds of times in a perfect replica of your apartment that I had made with an actor that looks similar to you. We planned, we planned for every contingency. And then it shows like a, a flash cut of him walking into an exact replica of this guy's apartment with all of the same chairs and everything <laughs> with a with a, a fake actor. And Nathan will walk over there and be like, so tell me about this problem. And then the actor will explain it. And then Nate will try and you know, direct it a certain way. And I'll be like, what we learned there is that by using this word, we upset him greatly. Time for <laughs> and, so, and so he gets this guy. He goes, and so he goes, all right, so who do you want to tell on your team the most? And he's like, uh, Anna, whatever the woman's name is. And he's like, okay, 
So I've hired an actress who looks exactly like Anna. And also, we've built an exact replica of the bar <laughs> you're going to do the conversation in. And I'm I'm not lying. Uh, it is an exact replica of a bar that went like it is. It looks exactly the same. Nathan walks in. He's like, uh, when you walk into the original bar, there's an old balloon full of helium at the ceiling. Check it out. And then, like, so he put an old balloon up there with helium, the same kind. And they basically, he's like, we're going to walk you through and show you all that we can rehearse it. And it's not going to be that bad. And in one of the final rehearsals, he fills the fake bar with patrons in order to rehearse. You know, the guy doesn't know it, but the worst yeah. possible outcome of okay. it. And so he sits down with the actress and he's like, you know, they're doing the fake trivia and everything. And there's a bunch of other people in the bar. And he does his little spiel like, I've been lying to you. I, I don't have my master's degree. I got a bachelor and I don't want it to ruin our friendship. And the actress is like, who the hell do you think you are? You've been <laughs> lying to me for 12 years? You don't oh, have man. a master's? And you're on this team? And you've been lying to me for 12 years? I'm not even upset about the degree. It's the dishonesty. It's the it's the lying. And then like she gets up and storms out and all of the other fake patrons in the bar are like, hey, everyone, this guy ain't got a master's degree. <laughs> like everybody's laughing at him. <laughs> like, ah, this, this. and he like gets oh up God. and like it's it is so fucking funny. Like I, I gave away a lot there, but I wanted people to actually check this show out. It is he has such a great deadpan sense of humor. I think Nathan Fielder's hilarious. I'll watch anything that guy does. But yeah, the rehearsal on HBO, there's only one episode out now, and it's it's so funny. You'll really enjoy it. All right. It. I'm actually going to check that out. That and if you haven't really seen good. all the Nathans for you, then you need to check those out too. He fucks with people. Though, if you're jumping into one, pick the one where he uh, tries to improve a bounty hunter's business. Where, you know, he he's like, I need to prove that this bounty hunter is, you know, really good if I'm going to, you know, improve his business for him. And so he hired a body double with the same hairstyle and everything, the same clothes and everything. And he tricked the, the bounty hunter into basically following an Asian man for the entire day. And then at like the end of it, he's like, I, I, I saw you, Nathan. I saw you outside my apartment. I saw you. And he's like, are you sure? Are you sure you didn't see my friend Jong? And then, like, he shows him the video, and it's like he totally bamboozled him into into That's chasing awesome. the wrong guy. It's just he fucks with people. He, yeah, the the toy company guy. He's like, this guy starts a horrible toy that no kids want to buy, and so he starts groups with kids. And he's like, does anyone want this toy? Just like focus groups, and the kids are like, no. And he's like, well. That's weird because data shows that only little babies don't like this toy. Oh, I are saw you, are that. you a yeah, little yeah. baby? Yeah, and then suddenly that was on Reddit. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. I saw like a gift so of that. There's a ton of great Nathan for you. It's a great show. Check that out if you're looking for content. You mentioned bounty hunter. That made me. What was your like silly job that you wanted to do when you were a kid? You know, they ask you when you're like third grade and stuff. Like one kid said dinosaur, and we straight up <laughs> laughed at him. Like like forevermore, he was. They were like, all right, that kid's a fucking loser. He doesn't get the. He doesn't get the question. That's not an yeah. option, dumbass. If he <laughs> said astronaut, we'd all been like, "Hey, shoot for the sky!" Literally, but yeah. you know, we're we're all seven. <laughs> but when you say dinosaur, even seven-year-olds are like, "What a fucking asshole!" Yeah, what a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, I, I dinosaur. Probably athlete or something like that. Probably hockey player. When I was a real little kid, I would guess. 
Yeah, I don't, how about yeah. you? Bounty Hunter? Is that what you thought was cool? I, I don't know. I think like I Boba just Fett? told people what I thought maybe they wanted to hear and said like doctor or something like that when I had no interest in the field of medicine at all. Oh, just yeah. Just sort of like, ah, <laughs> doctor. And you're like, hey! Because when you tell someone, adult that, they're like, ooh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you tell them, you're like, you're like, ah, I think I want to lay bricks. Be yeah. like, Shit, you, you know... Maybe you could run a crew of guys who lay yeah. bricks or something like that. You know, you know, nah, I want to nah, be nah. the guy lifting the buckets. <laughs> oh no, I don't want to lay the bricks. That'd be a, that'd be hard. I just want to pull that that rope and winch him up to the real craftsman. Yeah, I want to be the, the guy that gets bullied by the rest of the workers in order for them to form a cohesive team. Exactly. <laughs> At my expense. Yeah, I I remember in kindergarten. There was like this little, you know, you know, those little kindergarten plays or whatever you had to do. It wasn't even a play. Oh, I did like, tons of those. Yeah, you, yeah. You'd go up on a, on stage and it was like one of those things where it's like dress up like what you want to be as a grown up and then say why. And oh. I forgot. It was just in front of like the teacher and like some, like, oh, some okay. parents that came. We had big, big assemblies thing. with like everybody, we did too. like hundreds yeah. of people. It was but this was thing. this was a little thing. And like just parents, grandparents. And I didn't like. First of all, teacher's fault. I'm in kindergarten. You can't expect me to like hand every note that gets taped to my jacket to my parents. Sorry. But it turns out that like I didn't relay that information and my teachers didn't. And so I just went that like early evening as a police officer because that was the only outfit I had from like a. Okay. a and I was never I don't know where we got it because I was never a cop for Halloween. Must have been a friend's or brother's. But yeah. I went and you had to like have a thing. And I didn't. I didn't care. I didn't want to be a cop. And I was just like, they're like, what do you want to be, Taylor? And I'm like, I want to be a cop. Teach people about Jesus. <laughs> because I had, that. yes, I did. I said, I want to teach people about Jesus because I had already learned through going to religious school that mm -hmm. any, you don't know what to say, fucking throw Christ out there, bitch. It's gonna land. And so wow. you know, I want to be, I want to be a cop. I never pulled that one out. Teach people about Jesus. And that flew. So, you know, I'd, I'm not still in kindergarten. I, I never invoked the name of, of the Lord to, to, to squeeze one through. I, I, no. I, I'll have to put that into my repertoire, I think. It's handy. Well, you went, you, you didn't go to a, a, a no. Jesus y school. So I don't think that would have worked. It would have been like, yeah, that's nice. Do your homework. I went to church for, uh, I don't know how many years, call it three, maybe like, I, would, I wouldn't say religiously, but uh, pretty regularly. Um, uh, my mom did like the handbell choir. She she was like the teacher for that. I don't know if you're aware of what that mm -hmm. is, but is. basically you get a bunch of kids together and they hold. They, everybody's got a handbell. You literally ring it, Ugh. and and there's like a uh, there's like music um, written there, but instead of notes, it's colors, and the handbells are colored. So you got the greens and the purples, uh -huh. and so like when everybody rings when they're supposed to, as the teacher, my mom points the the, the stick at the letter. You form a like a choir of handbell kids, and we can do some pretty cool songs, mm -hmm. you know, religious fucking songs. So I remember doing that. Did you get I'm, your choice of colors being, you know, the favorite child of the teacher? Oh, of course. I could have had any color I wanted. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I think I had blue. I think I had blue. I don't remember what uh, significance it had. It's not there were a lot. It's not like there were a lot of us anyway. It. it the, thinking back, I'm not sure how we made a choir of of, of a handful of kids, but we did somehow. Um, I, I remember my shit. Oh, probably so. And we did our best. And then like in Sunday school for kids, um, we had this lady in a wheelchair. And I remember this. I, I, I remember thinking 
because she's a, a, a teacher, she must have an in with God. Like, like she must be like, Close. I don't know, like a nun or something. Like, like, like we're at the church of God, by the way, we are not Catholic. And, uh, but, but then I thought like, she must've fucked up for God to take her legs. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember telling my mom, like, what did Miss Pam do for, you know, why, why, why she, why can't she walk? She, if, if she's, you know, this church lady. And mom was like, she was in a car wreck when she was a teenager. And, and the boy that she was with left her and she never got married. And now she teaches you kids. And oh. I was like, I was like, that's a lot of information for me to process, mom. <laughs> wow, that's pretty heartbreaking. I don't know how to process this. <laughs> wow, that makes me feel a tremendous and, and <laughs> intense feeling of forlornness. That's kind of gossipy, mom. I'm seven. <laughs> wow, mom. Bitch. <laughs> that is not true. No, but like. I think that uh, like when I was a kid, I I was more apt to have a conversation with the adults in the room than I was the the other kids. Because um, I always had a hard time socializing with kids my own age, and I don't think I think it was because I was some kind of a genius or something. I just think it was because I spent most of my time around other adults or mm -hmm. adults. just adults, and uh, and I wanted to talk to them rather than the kids because the kids were talking about fucking I don't know fucking cheese doodles and shit, and the the adults were watching <laughs> X Files like me. I remember, like, even as a kid, like, I was the opposite of that. Like, like my parents have, like, a dinner party, and obviously the kids of those parents come over, and then we, like, go in the basement and play hockey or football, whatever we're doing. And I remember, like, I would go upstairs at, like, seven years old to, like, get another soda or get a snack, and I'd, like, see the parents, like, sitting around drinking wine, chatting. And I just remember thinking, like, oh never me i'm gonna play with toys forever like like i remember thinking like this is so boring and sad like there was something about it even as a child i didn't like but yeah you know obviously you don't realize your tastes are going to change and you're you know playing legos with children isn't always going to be your your go-to i don't or know I, I i play baseball with other kids obviously because you kind of you know you have to yeah, you gotta. <laughs> but as far as like <clears throat> like like if i was going to have fun after school I was going to be with my dad or my cousin, or I was just going to be on an ATV somewhere, like riding in the pastures, just riding and getting into wrecks. And uh, it sounds dumb, but like I like to chop trees down. I had some kind of a Paul Bunyan fetish for a while. I, I think we, too. I think we learned about Paul Bunyan in school about, and, and maybe we watched a cartoon and I was like, I want to chop a fucking tree down. Let's go. And my dad does not have a lot of trees on his property, but I cut down what he had. <laughs> 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 well, fucking, I would be out there with a hatchet. Fucking be, what are you doing? Yeah. Chopping trees down. He's like, Go over the property line. <laughs> chop, chop some of their trees down. They don't mind. <laughs> I did. That's so I'd so be out in the woods chopping trees down like a fucking lunatic. That must be like a little boy thing because that sounds so, like we would dig holes for no reason. Like we would also chop at trees. Like not never oh, a full fucking tree. I remember tree, why but... I did it. I saw, um, I think George Foreman was going to make like his second comeback. You know, because he came back at like 40 and won the heavyweight championship or something like that. And he was going to come back again at like 50. I can't remember how old, but he was part of his training when he came back the first time was chopping trees down. That that's that, that was his cardio. He was chopping trees down in, in the woods. And I think like, I don't know how old I was, maybe 12 or 13. But I was like, I want to chop some trees down like George Foreman. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. That is a cool way to work out, just chopping trees. Nah, you just get blisters and <laughs> No, it's a cool way to hear about someone working out and be like, whoa, that guy's intense. 
he just works the same things over and over from the same side over and over. <laughs> uh, yeah, unless, he's a, unless he's an ambidextrous swinger. But I haven't chopped down a tree in a long time. I had a story. I can't remember what it was. Fuck. It was kind of related to trees? what we were just talking about. But, oh, chopping no. down trees. Boxing. Before, the tr before that. The fuck do we talk about? The Sopranos. Shit. No, that's too far. <laughs> it's already gone. I was watching God, YouTube yeah. videos of... Uh, or I saw... There was some news about like an explosion at the Hoover I got Dam. It. Oh yeah, go for it. I watched a bear attack movie. This young lady said, "Hey, you want to watch a movie?" And I said, "Sure." She said, "I've got a good one I heard about. It's a bear attack movie." I was like, "Oh, that sounds scary." Bears are scary. Good? She's like, "Yeah, everybody says it's great. It's an indie film, which I'm fine with, but yeah. everybody says it's great." So we start watching this movie based on a true story so i'm like oh shit i'm gonna look this up when i'm done i want to know the nitty-gritty on this basically <clears throat> this this couple in canada go on like an extreme hike they're going to the, the white the lady doesn't know it i'm gonna spoil some things this movie's called backcountry yeah. um he's taking her out to this childhood lake out in the provincial net forests of canada that that uh that he grew up in uh near and he wants to propose to her it's her first time in the woods, though. She's fucking scared. She's got bear spray like on a on a mm -hmm. holster, and um, and it is kind of weird. They have a few scary things along the way, and then when they finally get out there, they've gone the wrong fucking way. He misremembered. She's like, "When was the last time you knew where you were actually going?" And he's like, "I mean, I thought. No, no, not thought. Well, exit forty three when we got here. <laughs> yeah, and it's like that." Long story short, a bear attacks them while they are in their tent. And instead of getting out and fighting it, they try to, they try to hide in the tent. It comes in and it eats him alive. She sprays it once, but then she like freezes up when it comes back and it eats him alive. And it is so I thought it was pretty gory. Like some of y'all might watch this and be like, Kyle's a pussy, but dude, you can see meat come in his leg oh. and it looks like a fucking ham. It, he looks like he's, it looks like a real person is being eaten. His face is hanging off and he's going, run, run. And the bear is like, ah, like, like fucking destroying this guy. And I'm, I'm like, fuck, spray it, spray <laughs> it. And, and she's doing that thing where like everything goes, ee. Yeah. And it's like spray it, <laughs> and it's it's like the thing Woody always says when like the damage has gotten to a point where all right he can take a scratch. Yeah. Okay, that's a big scratch, but we'll bandage it up. Oh, the face, not the face. And it's like don't like, spray him now; you'll just kill him. <laughs> I I I was like, look, if a bear's ever attacking me, and you're worried about spraying me and, and hitting the when you're trying to get the bear, soak me with the pepper spray. It'll make me less yeah. tasty. <laughs> Like, 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 get it all in my wounds, like wherever it's biting me. Get if you happen both, to have a container to. of like powdered cyanide nearby, start throwing <laughs> that by the fistful onto me, dust me, coat me like a, a like a chicken cutlet. <laughs> <laughs> I want it all. There's a bear, but and it, the worst part is it's a black bear, and it eats him fucking alive. Well, that's embarrassing. Not even a grizzly. It's big. It's oh. fucking big, and it eats him the fuck alive, and it looks fairly real. I think the coolest part that was whoever did the special effects for this, I've been meaning to go back and look, but there's a, there's like two or three gory-ish things that happen. Like his toenail comes off at one point because he drops a boat on it. It looked real when he pulled his toenail off. I was there was a little pus. I, hate I was that. like, fuck, that looked real. So um, 
Then she gets away, but the bear stalks her. And she's lost, very lost, like 20, 30 miles in the wilderness lost, like two days of hiking. If she knew where she was going, lost. Mm -hmm. But she has no idea. She could be going the wrong way, deeper into the mountains. She don't know. And she falls down because the bear's chasing her down this like uh, ravine. Compound fracture. It doesn't come through the bone, but it's poking at the skin, uh, through the skin, but it's poking at the skin. Like her, her leg is broken down by the, by the ankle. She throws a fucking splint on this thing that she makes out of sticks and stuff, tying it tight. She's now she's on pain. the ball. She's hardcore. Gets all the way out. She finds their canoe. She actually walks back the perfect way, loads the canoe into the water, paddles to safety crawls up to, to the beach it goes help and they find her she's saved and i was like damn what a badass bitch i gotta find out more about her let me let me learn about the real deal what actually happened was a bear attacked a couple and while the bear was mauling the woman the man drew a knife and, and fought the bear <laughs> off <laughs> and he joined the bear and together they threw her down and slew her there well my no. approach was to try to endear the bear with joining Me. his cause yeah <laughs> if i started helping him so i held her down yeah no, and so i started using happened. we a lot talking <laughs> they can't handle us bear we are unstoppable <laughs> What actually happened was some badass dude stabbed the bear and fought it off multiple, mul stabbed it all up with a knife, fought it off to his girlfriend, carried her ass all the way many miles to safety, paddled her ass out, and she bled to death. That was the true story. And yeah. I was like, God damn. That wouldn't be as good of a story because if he lie. kills the bear right away, then it's just a survival no, story instead no, of like, a, oh, is story. the bear still out there? Well, you could have done, but but why did they make it so that, like the husband went out like a bitch in the in the version I saw, and he got eaten alive, and it was real gruesome, and it's still bothering me a little bit how much his 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 thighs looked like a ham. I think it might have been a ham. Was it a real bear? In some of the scenes, I'm sure. I think it was a real bear the whole time, but I had eaten a couple of gummies. You can you can train black bears to do stuff. They used to make them play hockey in the Soviet Union. Like they can you train them to eat people? I, if they can learn hockey, they can absolutely learn to eat people. They don't have to be taught that. They just that's have to like point. see an opening and, and think that they're not they're going to get point. away with it. You know that sounds like a a decent movie. I like those survival flicks. Although, uh, super. I, I don't I don't want the gore in it. Like yeah, the edge the edge drew like a, a nice line there. There's some gore in the edge, but I don't need to see meat hanging everywhere. There's I'm like very much like easier with gore that's like so far out there, like horror movie style gore, where I'm oh. like, this is silly. Like, or, yeah, or someone like, explodes. Yeah, like Sorry. whereas when it's like someone like ripping their fingernail out, like you said, it's like, oh, that's so visceral it and real. It's much more upsetting. Have you ever lost a nail to an accident? I've, I've had it like turn black, but it's never fallen off. I haven't had it turned all the way black, but I've had like black spots on it before mm -hmm. where I hit it with a hammer or something. We did this project once where we retrofitted my dad's entire poultry farm. Basically, they used to have curtains um, that are that are made of, like vinyl that went up and down with winches, powered winches. And then the that standard got phased out and it needed to be a solid wall. So we had to put up, you know, walling um, 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 particle board and then and then mm -hmm. cover that with sheet metal. So I don't know if you've ever driven nails into sheet metal, but getting them started is a you can't really tap, tap, tap like you can in wood. You have to go ahead and get after Quiet. it because you got to pierce metal 
and I had this thumb was like numb. I'd hit, I, I just wrapped it with duct tape and and like got it ready to be to like take abuse every day. It Do was they awful. make like nail gloves? Oh, I'm sure. That, I bet they they make like hammers that you can hook like the nail gauntlet. into and like. They make all sorts of things to fix the problem that I had. They make they, tools they, for that. They fixed this problem a lot. It was time fixed ago. back then. <laughs> My dad and I think about some of the projects we did and, and we're like, what the fuck were we thinking? Why didn't we pay for somebody to do that? And dad's like, I don't know. I just wanted to do like we we uh refinished his hardware, his hardwood floors one time. <clears throat> First of all, we put those hardwood floors down and it's real hardwood. It's not that like stuff that mm -hmm. snaps together. Each piece has to be nailed down with a special nail nail gun that you hit with a hammer and it and it wedges them into place and nails them down at an angle so it conceals the nail. Mm -hmm. Well, they got scratched a fuck from dogs and furniture and five, ten years of wear and tear. So we refurnished the, we refinished uh, those things on our knees with sanders. He has the biggest living room you've ever seen. <laughs> so it's a, the house is a terrible design. It's nothing but living room. <laughs> like, like my bedroom growing up was so little. My mom's bathroom was tiny, but our nothing living room. Living room. <laughs> oh my God, it's big. And so just my, I remember my knees turned black and blue on that. Just from being on my knees, polishing the floor with that fucking belt sander, like sanding it off. Like, like we, we did some awful projects. Can you get like a standing sander? Oh, I'm sure there's all sorts of machines that just knock that shit out. <laughs> and I guarantee there's a guy who would have done it for $20 an hour and knocked it out in two days. Yeah. But and he would have had knee pads and the whole, <laughs> he would have had a whole get up. Yeah, I had, I think we had knee pads. I don't remember. I'll never do that shit again. I, that I, sounds I, awful. I hate projects. That's, that's why I'm like digging Angie's list because I already found someone to put my air conditioner in because I'm afraid I'm going to fuck the wall up when I drill the hole through the house. Everybody's like, yeah, it's no big deal. You just drill a hole through the house. And I'm like, there might be something in there. What if I drill into something? Get somebody else to drill the hole. Yeah. Like I'm, there's stuff like that that I just, I'm not going to do myself because I'm like, I'm going to mess something up and I'm going to get frustrated. And now I'm in a hole of despair and like hating myself. Just so I, I've got those two windows in my living room. They're, uh, they're like 31 inches by 72 inches. These double windows really high up. My ladder will go up there, but it is shaky. Once I get up there and once I'm up there, I'm going to have to like do some stuff and I'm afraid I'm going to fall mm -hmm. off balance, especially carrying the roller um, shades that I want to hang. <clears throat> and I looked up the roller shades on Amazon. You can control them with your phone and you'd be like, ah, open it up sunshine mode and all the things in your house open up. It's like 150 bucks a window or something, depending on like the size of your window. So that ain't bad. I only need these two windows, but maybe no, I'll do a few more. It's really not. Blinds are expensive. And so uh, I, I like, contacted a place here locally and i they're like could you send us a picture of what you want done and i send them the picture of it i even throw my ladder up for scale so they can see exactly how high they got to go up i'm like i was like you could use my ladder or bring yours mine's a little shaky and they go it's 175 dollars a window just for blinds but I mean, it's very important to me that they're be, be motorized because mm -hmm. i want them open sometimes and close sometimes it ruins the room in the day it's so bright you can't watch tv mm -hmm. they said twelve hundred dollars plus to get roller blind to get roller blinds up there and so oh. you're not doing that that's insane that, <laughs> yeah that's ridiculous if, so it, what, it, it, it was two windows so six hundred dollars a window yeah yeah and, and like i'm just picturing like crooks i didn't even reply to them because i know the just ones on amazon LOL. the most expensive most expensive ones on the Amazon are like $200, $250 a window. So it's got to be some sort of a, some sort of nonsense. So I'm, the search for that continues. I need some like cover for the skylights in my living room. 
because they like you're right there is a time like i i I work on my laptop all the time just right on my couch and every morning if i'm there at 11 a.m the sun shines exactly at me for like 35 minutes until it passes and so i just move and i don't think that moving is such a trouble that i'm gonna deal with what was it gandalf said first light on the fifth day or something that's what it's like every morning i'm in there like like like, ah let's watch seinfeld while i drink my coffee and it's just beaming onto the tv so i I, like that like i i intentionally like the wind because my like the the sun shines in when when it rises in my my bedroom and like I have blackout curtains on most of my windows in there, but the one that like principally shines on me, I have thinner like uh, okay. curtains on so that it like kind of forces me to to not want to sleep in as much. I've done that too. I back I used to have complete darkness cave in my bedroom, but now it's kind of light. It's definitely not full bright, but I, I I'm not as apt to sleep all day. Yeah. That like I'm just thinking of like summers, but like during college, like one of the rooms I had at my my parents' house when I was staying there over summer, obviously, was like that. It was a cave, no no windows, and like if I was like out with friends, party and having fun, and then like went home and passed out, and then woke up, like it's like a feeling of weirdness of like I don't know what time it is, I don't know like what's going on outside. Oh. Then you like leave your room and it's like, oh, it's it's sunny. Oh, it's three. What the fuck? Like, what, <laughs> like, oh, and then you get that like depressed feeling of like it's the whole day. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, that I just remembered that uh, that mountain climber guy who threw the terrorist off the mountain. Yeah, he also hero. like when he met his girlfriend, who was pretty cute and um, an amazing rock climber, apparently as well. I think women are really good at rock climbing because you know strong lower body, lower body is the majority of it, and they're lighter. Yeah. Uh, he when he met her, he was living in like a broom closet or something like, like he's been homeless his whole life essentially. Cause, cause all he's like, all I need is the mountain, bruh. <laughs> and then, so like, there's, I think there was a part where they were buying furniture maybe for the first time, just like Alex Hanold. like, like it's interesting the that time. the guy, the guys who are on the cutting edge of this rock climbing thing are these young, like weird hippie guys who are clearly on the spectrum who live in vans and just drive around and climb mountains. So, I watched it in, in that movie, right? You see Alex and old buying his first refrigerator and he's like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, this is way too big. No, we just need this little bitch. He gets the tiniest one. He's like, we just need something to keep the food cold. And I mean, we're going to eat the food as we buy it. <laughs> like I always do. He, he lived on um, 60 cents a day, I think for a long time living in Walmart parking lots. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Not much money in climbing. Yeah. Just climbing mountains. That's all he wants to do, I guess. But now I think he makes a ton of money. Well, good for him. He deserves it. I bet he, he goes around and gives speeches yeah. about to, to schools and things. Yeah, and I, I think he's sponsored by everything that has to sponsored, do with Sponsored by whoever the opponent in that civil war was. Now sponsored by the Kyrgyzstani rebels. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what he would be. Dude, I'm so psyched for the return of Donald Trump. I, 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 <laughs> you think it's going to happen? I, you, I, I was way more. I thought you were way more like had more potential to be wrong. But like I saw some poll things come out and he's way more popular in like every state now than uh, DeSantis. I think that there's something to be said for him coming through with this Supreme Court thing. I think that like like I think that the money people maybe are like, holy shit, Trump really did put us in the catbird seat uh, like. I did, before Trump's term, his first one, I remember thinking, 
will there even be a Republican Party in two or three more terms? Like, like it just seemed like they were so down and out, so behind mm -hmm. the times, no one, so boring. And 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 I couldn't imagine that there would ever be enough young people in the in, in who would be inspired by the Republican Party to to even vote for them. I just couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. And 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 the left, the the Democrats are so good at firing up their base. Sometimes, especially they do their best anyway to fire up their, the young part of their base, and especially the minority side. It just seemed like there wouldn't be Republicans anywhere in like a couple more years. Mm -hmm. And then Trump came, and it's seeming like man, the Democrats are. Getting the shit into the stick at every turn. It's rough. You think uh you think he's gonna take down whoever he goes up against in twenty four? It depends which Trump we get. If he's got energy, if he's taking those diet pills, and he's, <laughs> and he's eating, pills, if he's drinking his diet coke and he's taking his his cold pills and eating his fried chicken <laughs> and he shuts up about them stealing the election, because I don't want to hear about that. I don't want to hear about them stealing the election from him anymore and how it was rigged or fake or how voting machines were this or that. Yeah. Like, I want more like unique, good nicknames. I good want you to make fun of people. I, I, want, I want him to expose people's like embarrassing things. I want him to be like, well, what about that, that company that your brother, you know, the one with the DUI, that company that he owned and how they defrauded all of those people in that town. Do you remember that? Oh, you don't? Well, here, here's here's Jonah Jameson, the the chairman of commerce from that town. Tell him, Jonah, you took you took everything. Like, like I want some shit like that to happen. Like, like I some want drama. To, I want some drama. I want a bombshell moment. Yeah, I want I want more entertainment. Yeah. And most of these people are just not entertaining, man. Remember when he had the Bill Clinton accusers or whatever there? Yeah. Just, <laughs> Remember that? That was, that he's was just like, insane. I brought Juanita Broderick to the debate. She's actually signing autographs right out there. Want to see her? You want to meet her, Bill? You want to introduce? Uh, I don't, you, don't, you don't need to be introduced, do you? You've done more than that. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that, Bill. Like, like <laughs> that sounds like it so much. We'll leave it at that. I'm not saying it. That's we'll never leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Sex. sex. Anal sex. That's right, Anal folks. sex. That's what we're talking about. Pretty gross. It's a sin. It's a sin. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's the best when like he flounders about religion, like trying to pretend that this New York billionaire knows anything about like what people he in Kentucky well think enough, about Jesus. Matter, like, what was that clip we watched of him where, like, the, what they say, like, favorite all, Bible verse? And he's like, all of them, they're great. All, it's like, pick one. I What's your favorite one. of the many? Oh, don't, you're not getting me. Like, Dude, <laughs> I just name one. Like, you were like, oh, Psalms 20, whatever you said. John like, 316. I, That's the yeah, one I always, that. the easy one. I don't, it's not for me. Like, if like, I started it, you could finish it. For God so loved the world. That he gave his own, is it begotten son? That whosoever um, believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Yeah, that's an easy one. That's yeah, it, like every baseball game. The closest I ever got to memorizing any of that stuff is when I was homeschooled. The first year of my homeschooling, we like ordered this like homeschooling guide. Like it comes with all the tests and the lesson plan and everything. Because like, who's to say how to teach a kid what he needs to know for mm -hmm. the next grade? They do, and I don't know. They found like the christian cunt college or something and, and 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 we got all those books and i was memorizing bible verses and i remembered like wait a minute such a waste of time i'm so done memorizing bible verses up in here like 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 if you've got any math or history to teach me or science mom like like let me know uh i'm going <laughs> hunting and uh and and so i just spent two years doing that because there were there were bible verses and stuff in that in that nonsense and and i 
even at that age at like sixth or seventh grade is like fuck this dude they would give us bible verse quizzes in school where they'd be like on monday wow. they'd be like this is your bible verse you have to memorize by friday and then friday comes around and you just like cheated mostly or like if there were questions that were like you know what's your favorite bible verse or talk to me about a verse that's like important to you like shit like that like john three sixteen is the gift that keeps on giving because you just just that one what, what's your favorite verse? What about this one? What about that one? Fucking John 316, bitch. Covered. It's covered. Done. Touch Touches on Jesus. Touches on heaven and salvation. Like, fucking good. Good to go. I can use just reuse that one over and over and over. Or, the, or Matthew 5, the Beatitudes. When you go to religious school, you figure out quickly which passages you can just do over and over and over for those bullshit religious assignments. And the Beatitudes are one of them. That was like Jesus's speech where he's like, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not boast. It is not blah, 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 blah. Like, that's about all I remember of that, though. Man, it's a damn shame. Like, I didn't learn about, like, fucking evolution until I was an adult and taught myself for the most part. <laughs> but yeah. I know Bible shit. Like, like literally. And, like, there was there were science classes I took where they would be like, well, like, you know, there, there were clearly the teachers who were like, just like giving lip service to the God stuff where they'd be like, yeah, like, no, this is real. Like evolution's a thing. It's just God set it in motion. And it was like, okay. But then other ones would be like, no, it's, that's not true. These are just interesting variations within a thing. And it's like, well, what, what do you, <laughs> what are we talking about here, folks? Like I left high school knowing significantly less about evolution than if I had not <clears throat> been taught anything at all. I was really nerdy about the Discovery Channel, the Learning Channel, the History Channel, um, especially those years when I was homeschooled. And that was literally my education during that time. Uh, and that was actually the, those were the golden uh, uh, years of those channels because the Learning Channel had so much sciencey stuff. I was watching operations uh, a lot. Like, like they would just yeah. operate on people and you'd, you'd learn how like that, that happened. Discovery Channel had so much uh, sciencey stuff, too. And then the History Channel. What, back then it was documentaries. So I was just watching documentaries all the time. Yeah, now it's like uh, Pawn Stars and yeah, my six hundred so. pound life. But there's other uh, like there's other avenues if you like those documentaries. There's a bunch of apps for that stuff. Uh, I, I love that stuff still. I've been watching a series on YouTube called Oh something like the Cost of an Empire or something. It's about um, England mm -hmm. in World War II, and because uh, they're just like standing on their own against Hitler at that point, fighting by themselves, mm -hmm. and uh, they're talking about uh, the end. In India, all those Indian troops, that, those were volunteers. For some reason, I had in my head that they were like, get out there, you Indian fucks, we own you. But they just volunteered <laughs> for that shit. They, they, they wanted yeah. some. Interesting. Yeah. I was going to say I need to watch more History Channel stuff, but then I'll just learn about ancient aliens. Or how to get some great deals on uh, products that have been left in someone's storage unit. <laughs> That's true, too. That's a good idea. Why does it always have to be a war? Storage wars. Storage wars has so much potential they just need to rig it more like it's all like they're already rigging it rig it harder rig it with more interesting stuff don't rig a 65 dollar lamp into that thing that what has if they an threw a dead body what, what if they threw a dead body in one of the chests just to yes. like fuck with one of the people that was getting and, and get this recently dead so much so the organs have value it's a bidding war oh shit yeah What's the value in here? Well, there's a lot of tops cards that are torn. A human liver, potentially. Like, oh, now we're in the hundreds of thousands. 
one of those stories they took this old man's dick and they like sent it to some university for display like his dick's floating in a jar somewhere at like the university of michigan well do they like put a photo of him there like that doesn't seem very respectful no, he's got his dick was there something wrong with it? Like a no, like they a, wanted a man dick at the University of Michigan in a jar, and so their poor old Herbert was donating his uh, <laughs> his tissue to science and medical use, and they're like, counts. All right, send it to the University of Mi- Michigan so those guys can laugh at it. You think they like cut it off, and then they just threw the rest of him away? <laughs> <laughs> no, they had a list. They had a list. They're like, they sent his spine to fucking so and so, and they sent his four corners of the empire as a warning to those who might interest. It was, it was like they captured William Wallace. They sent a little bit of him everywhere yeah. <laughs> for, to to do all sorts of nonsense. Yeah. All right, that's probably a wrap there, huh? Hour in. Yeah. It's dinner. Time. I don't know if Woody will be here for PKA this week. We uh we before this we were like, hey, did, is Woody coming today? I don't remember if he said, but he didn't show up. So yeah, no, I, he's on his motorcycle. I do not believe we have him for PKA this week. He is he's on his trip. So okay. Anyway, PKN four thirteen.